Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast was created for entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, digital marketing tips, personal development resources, and a nice dose of comic relief. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What is going on, my friends? Jason Wright here bringing you episode 125. Beginning of the show today, I want to talk to you super quickly about an observation that I've had here lately. And the observations about the marathon that is entrepreneurship. So it's one thing to think about, oh, overnight successes take years and that type of thing. And that's true. It's another thing to see people that you were running with a while ago who have just kind of disappeared or fallen off the map. So the other day I was thinking about one small company and then I guess one solo entrepreneur in particular. And I looked them up all over social and their website. I don't think they're doing anything anymore. Activity's just gone. Nothing's happening and I've seen that happen so many times, and I've been running hard with this business for two and a half years or so. Not real long, but, man, most people don't make it two years, so just fizzle out. You know, you, you guys need to be training for the, the marathon, not the sprint for sure. And when it hits close to home and you just start seeing people that you know just kind of disappear or fade away, it makes it a lot more real for you. You know, and a piece of that marathon, the training that's so important is that mindset piece, it's that motivation piece. For that reason, I'm going to mention my wonderful book, The Backwards Route to Forward Progress. The book is written about mindset, people. The book is written about motivation, and it's a short read. It may take you an hour and a half, but it's good stuff. I promise you, you won't walk away from it the same as when you started. You'll want to check it out. Check it out on Amazon or go to thebackwardsroutebook.com. If you're an entrepreneur and you're in that first couple of years, you need to check out the book. I promise. So today I've got another great guest with me. I've got Katie Mangio, and we will jump into that conversation here in a moment. But we had such a good conversation that I actually jumped on her podcast, if I remember right, a week later as well. If you want to check out that episode, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com, go to my bio page, and at the bottom there's some shows that I've been on, so you can check that out there. But good conversation in store for you guys today. Let's check it out now. What's happening, everybody? Jason right here, obviously. Um, here with another great guest today. Um, her name is Katie Maggio. She is from Level 10 Life and Mindset Coaching. Let me tell you what I know about her. She also is a podcast host, which we love, and it is the Level 10 Life podcast on iTunes and a bunch of other places. She's a life and mindset coach and an entrepreneur as well. Katie, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? So I am doing well now that Skype's agreeing to cooperate with us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The struggle's real. It is, but that won't stop us. No. So let's get to know you a little bit. Um, where did your journey begin and how did you get going with it? Tell us about that. Well, it's it's been kind of interesting. So a few years ago, well, now going on 10 now, um, you know, I went through my own trials and tribulations, you know, went through a divorce, you know, life, life is changing, things are happening, had some children, you know, uh, completed all my degrees. And, you know, I just knew that there was, there was more for me in life than mediocrity, you know, working, you know, different things and 
whatnot. So about two years ago, I hired my life coach and we went on a mindset journey. And at that point, I really worked on myself and I had my own ass kicked, you know, you to invest in yourself like I did was the best thing I ever did. Got my life coach, got my nutritionalist, got my, um, you know, I started doing all these things for me to get to where I needed to be. And then about a year ago, I invented the level 10 method. And what that is, is a way to, you know, get unstuck. And it's to start the repair of all your stuck places. Because there's so many people out there who have gotten to a point where they have this idea on the top of their head, in their hearts, in their soul, and they just want to get there. So we work on 10 areas of life. We work on environment in your home and office, health and fitness, paying it forward, giving it back, contribution, fun and recreation, career and business, finances, spirituality, personal growth and development, family, friends, romance, marriage, and relationships. And we take that expansion to all the areas, those 10 areas. And I work with really highly motivated clients from all over the world. And we really hone in on those areas and just kind of, it just gets you unstuck. You know, you can't see what's in front of you when you don't, you don't have that unbiased person kind of coaching you along. So that's, that's it in a nutshell, really how, how it happened. But that kind of was a roundabout answer. No, it's perfect because it's, it's real. We love authenticity and realness around here. And one thing I like is it's not this focus on what's, uh, you know, what's in front of everybody else's eyes. It's kind of the full circle, the full gamut, which I think is really smart because you, know, you can't be, you know, like you said, great in your profession or your business, but come home and, you know, beat your spouse and your dogs. I mean, it's just, it's, it's very unbalanced and it's not authentic. So super smart. Um, like I said, I really like your approach with it. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's all about just mindset. So I, in fact, this morning before I, I, um, jumped on with you, I was helping one of my clients and we were going over her struggles with today. And I said, what would, which I let them start with one of the areas that they'd like to focus on that they've been struggling with the last few weeks. And she said, you know, she's like, I really just, am having a hard time keeping my house clean. You know, this, there's a real bugaboo and, you know, I, I really want to get it. So we put together her a plan to, you know, go through the closets and the drawers and, you know, we put together a plan. And then she said to me, well, I'd really love to be able to get a house cleaner, but I can't afford it. So that's when we dove into her finances. So I said, well, her, her, um, her goal had been before today's call was to go through her credit card statements, her bank statements. And literally she found out that they were going out to eat. You know, they had spent like $450 last month going out to eat. I said, well, there's your ticket right there. There's your $250 because having a housekeeper is your priority. And she was like, oh, my gosh, it was just like the light bulb went off in her head. And she's like, that's where I'm going to get the money because we're fervently going out to eat, you know. So mm -hmm. things like that. That's where we that's where we navigate through to get to your pain points and figure out how to make your life that much better. So now when she has a housekeeper, she doesn't have to, you know, just twice a month coming in to clean her house. Now she doesn't have to focus on that herself and she can open up areas to because she wants to write a book. So, you know, that now she can use that time to start writing. So it all, it all ties in together and that's how we navigate through life. So I've got kind of a, a kind of a random story for you, but it sort of ties into what we're talking about here as yeah. well. 
So I was talking to my, my son the other day. My son's my oldest of my two kids, and he'll be 12 in April. And we're out back, and I'm in Indianapolis area, so like you, you know, it's dead of winter. There's not a whole lot to do. And I was like, guys, we got to get outside. we got to find a reason to get outside and do something. So we cut down a big tree in the spring, and the plan was to kind of burn it all year, especially in the winter, and clean up the, the area where it's at because we've got three more to drop down. So we're a little behind on that. And I'm like, hey, Ethan, move that log. And, and there's a big log, and it's round, so he can definitely push it, use his legs, and roll it to where we're burning the wood. And he looks at that, and he's like, I can't do that. I was like, have you even tried yet? And he's like, no, but I know I can't. And I was like, ah, not so easy. So I made him try. I said, give it, give me your very best effort with it. Try as hard as you can. And if you can't do it, I'll help you. But you haven't even tried, so don't say you can't do it. So he got down there, and he was pushing, and he was like, I can't move it. And I didn't believe him because I've seen my daughter, who's seven, move the same log. But she's a she's a beast. So I was like, let me ask you a question. I said, it's kind of extreme, but that's fine. I said, if I offered you a million dollars cash, do you think you could move the log? I said, don't answer that yet. I said, or if I told you I was going to put a gun to your head, could you move the log? And he kind of looked at me. He said, well, I'm sure I could in both of those scenarios. I said, so you really can. You're just not, you don't have the right motivation. And he kind of looked at me and then he moved the log all the way over there by himself. But Super interesting, you know, both extremes uh, kind of brought in there, but it, it ties into what I was going to ask you kind of for my next question is, you know, one of my favorite words is mindset, and you've used it quite a bit, so I know you like it as well, but, you know, kind of thinking about what I just said and what we've talked about, how important is mindset? I mean, how is it foundational for everything else? Mindset is everything, absolutely. You know, it, with, without the proper mindset, really, you, you're not going to go anywhere in life. And, and you're just going to live that mediocre, you know, mundane life with, without really trying or knowing. And having that emotional IQ as well that comes along with, with mindset, you know, understanding also other types of people and that there are so many other types of people out there and really honing on honing in on being able to understand other people and, and realize how everybody ticks because we all have a way of thinking. Okay. Good, bad, or otherwise right, wrong. But if we don't understand other people and we don't have the mindset to figure it out, then we can't get anywhere either because then we're, if everybody was just like us, well then, the world would be a horribly boring place and everybody would be, you know, hypocrites and, you know, uh, all that, that. So when you get your mindset in the right place, it literally opens up your whole world. And my, and, and when I went on my journey of self-discovery, it was like, I came out on the other side and I was like, that's just, everything started to manifest itself for me. You know, my career, my family, my friends, my my relationship with my children, everything. So, yeah, mindset is everything. It's really satisfying for me when you see somebody who, who kind of in the example, you see somebody who doesn't think they can do something, actually try and do way better than they thought. That's pretty satisfying, you know, to see that I can do it, you know. It's good stuff. Absolutely. So at your website, I, I saw a, an area where you were talking about um, 99% and 100% effort. How do you describe the tangible difference in results between those two measurements? So somebody that goes 99% of everything to, to their maximum, you know, capacity. 
Well, 99, working at a 99% capacity is truly exhausting. When you work at a hundred percent capacity, it's a no brainer. You don't even need to think about it and everything changes. So here's, here's an example. So my, my best friend, she is a vegetarian, strict vegetarian, not, not a vegan, but a strict vegetarian for her own reasons, health and whatnot. But she does it 100%. And before, when she was still eating, you know, uh, some some meats and stuff like that, she'd always be like, you know, I, I really, she would feel guilty and she wasn't giving it her all, but she really wanted this lifestyle. And she said to me about, I was, it was recently, probably about a month ago. Oh no, it was right around Christmas. It was right around Christmas because there was um, these bacon wrapped scallops um, on a well, platter at a good. party. <laughs> Oh my God. They were so good too. They were candied and brown sugar. Oh, I want to rub that in her face. I it was so it. good. And she looked at me and she said to me, she goes, you know what, Katie, she goes, ever since I made the 100% commitment to go 100% vegetarian, she's like, my life is so much better. Cause I was always guilty. I was always regretting it. And I wanted it to be this way. And I was like, yep, exactly. Same thing. Her husband, he, uh, has a great six pack abs. That is his goal in life. And he now goes to the gym five days a week without fail. Doesn't matter what he's doing. And if he can't go to the gym, he finds out time to work out in his house. But that is his ultimate plan. 100% commitment. And once you get that mindset, you literally, again, sky's the limit because there's a common goal, a thread between all the people that you see that are successful. They give it 100% of what they're doing. So the minute they find out their purpose. And the minute they find out what is completely important to them, they give it their all because it is exhausting doing it 99%. That makes sense. All in or all out, right? Yep. All in. Yeah. Very um, nice. Focus on it. Very nice. So do you work with entrepreneurs at all? I do. Yes. It's actually my, one of my specialties. Uh, I'm in uh, college. I actually got my degree in entrepreneurial business and my family, his own businesses my entire life. So I grew up an entrepreneur from, from the, from the, uh, inception. Nice. So yes, that is. I'm really curious. Yeah. What, what's kind of the, the number one struggle you see with your entrepreneurs you talk to? <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it different in certain arenas, but a lot of the struggle is when there is failure. So anytime that there's failure, or they start coming outside of their comfort zone and it gets hard, sometimes they want to quit. And I have to remind them all the time, more than I think I should, that when you're, when it's getting so hard or you just had a failure, that's the time to relook, you know, to, to go back to it and say, how can I make it different? What have I learned from this? And how do I not make the same mistake in the future? And then get them through it because a lot of times they want to quit mm -hmm. and that is not an option. No, you will not quit. You will get through this. And yes, maybe the experience or the instance was extremely extreme, you know, like having to file for bankruptcy or, you know, just not getting the loan or you know, whatever the scenario is. You continue on because if this is what you want and this is the path you want to go down, then you will get it. You just cannot quit because that's not an option.
Yeah, I'm a weirdo with failure. I absolutely love failing. It's like one of my favorite things to do in life. Me too. Because <laughs> when, when I fail, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm actually doing something. You can't fail without actually doing something. So if I'm failing, I'm learning constantly. And I, I have a very short time from idea to implementation. Like if I decide I want to start, I don't know, building podcasts for their companies, I'm going to start pursuing it like today. And I go after it and I, I know I'm going to fail and I don't care. I, I really don't even feel the pain of the failure anymore. It's more joy because, okay, I've actually done it. I see where it went wrong. I adjust and try again. And it's part of that process. So when you meet people that never fail, you know that they live a pretty boring life because they'll never do anything. You know, they do the same thing every day and hope for different results, which we know will never happen. So super interesting stuff. So talking about your business, what's the number one lesson that you've learned so far in your journey? Oh, goodness. Well, the number one lesson I've learned in my journey is that I am not for everybody, which <laughs> was a really hard lesson to learn because everybody, and this is also now what I teach, but everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants, nobody wants to hear anything bad. And I have realized over the course of my journey, not only just with my business, but just in life and getting over that, you know, I'm not for everybody and not everybody is for everybody. And once you realize that, oh my gosh, it is such a liberating, freeing, beautiful thing because you're like, wow, I don't need to impress anybody. I don't need to, you know, I, I just need to be true to myself and honor that and not be anything that I shouldn't be because I tell my clients and I tell my children and I tell everybody all the time, be the best first rate version of yourself rather than being a second rate version of others because that's just silly. So yeah, that would be the biggest thing I've learned. That's probably the most powerful thing you've said so far, because if everybody in the world could understand that, hear that, and actually implement that, it would change everything. Right. <laughs> I mean, how many people run around sad all the time because they're like, I can't keep, you know, everybody in my life happy with me. A lot of people do that, you know, and it, it's, it's like you say, super freeing to realize that. I mean, think about yourself. I mean, there's certain types of uh, you know, maybe going to a retail store or something like that. There's certain types of people, maybe if they're just really rude and short with you, you're like, man, I don't even want to do business here. You know, it's really the same thing. Like you say, not everybody jives with everybody else. So super, super powerful. Um, what I'd love to get from you now is um, I'm mixing it up on the fly. I kind of have uh, talking points along the podcast, but I sway from them as the journey, the conversation takes us, you know? Yeah. So I'd love to get three tips for people who are, thinking about starting a business. So they're kind of in that pre-startup phase or trying to mentally stay in the game with that. Because, you know, a lot of times when you have an idea, especially if you've never done anything like that, and you tell close family and friends, you know, 90% of them tell you all the reasons why you're going to fail or you can't do it. So I know it can be really hard getting started. What are tips, three tips you would have for kind of pre-startup entrepreneurs? Oh, great, great, great question. Number one, is give it your all. So if you have this idea and you want to go down that path, it, it's all or nothing, 100%. Let's, and that we just talked about that, but that's it. You get that in your mindset. This is what I'm going to do 100%. So start with that. There's, there's no wishy-washiness about it. Second is don't wait to have all the right tools. Just dive right into it. You know, it, when people want to start a podcast, for instance, I know when I started my podcast, I like go back and I look at some, listen to some of the original, you, you know, the episodes. And I'm like, oosh, I was literally with just like a, a headset with like a mic that like touched my mouth. I looked like I was in like a 1950s 
you know, call center. And, <laughs> you know, people would like come into my, you know, come into my space and they'd be like, and, and I didn't want to tell anybody that I was doing it. And they'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, I don't know. What are you doing? Nothing. You know, um, that, and I wish I had learned now looking back, I learned from that mistake, tell people, make, make people make you be accountable for what you're doing. Don't hide it because what we're often the most afraid of is our close family and friends. That's who we're the most afraid to see us fail or look silly, you know, or, or, or get negative feedback. You know, I, I wasn't people, when I was starting my journey, people literally looked at me like I was crazy in within the closest confines of my relationships. You're like, well, what? and you know, they couldn't wrap their head around it. Like, why are you podcasting? How, you know, how are you, how does that make money? Like, you know, and everything was always about the money. And I had to say to them, this is not just about the money. This is about changing lives, changing mindsets. If I can just help one person every day, then, or once a week or however long it is, then I've done my job and I'm doing it selflessly, but give it, give it the chance to have other people hold you accountable. And don't shy away from it because you're going to get all the criticism in the world. But you know what? Who cares? This is what you want to do. And the only thing we regret in life is what we don't do. And it's that's very powerful as well. It's a quote by Chris and Hannah, which I live, live by. And I will never want to regret what I don't do. So that. And number three is just make sure that when you're on the journey, when it starts to get hard or when you're facing those obstacles and those barriers, just keep going. Like Winston Churchill said, when you're going through hell, you just keep going. And that's that. So those would be my tips of advice. Very good ones. I like those a lot. And, you know, I was thinking about uh, when you were talking about, you know, getting that initial backlash from family and friends. You can't do that. That's crazy. You know, that kind of stuff. I was thinking about our friend Walt Disney. And when he was alive and uh, obviously involved with that company, he would scare his board members out of out of meeting rooms because he would dream so big he would scare people. And that, that's a great litmus test. You know, if everybody thinks you can do it, it's probably not not that grand of a plan, honestly. So because that's just not how it works. You know, most people, you know, I say people are kind of three kind of play three roles. They're boat anchors. You know, misery loves company. They try to drag you down. They're bystanders that just sit back and watch and don't really contribute anything to it. And then you have a very small percentage of people, which I call uplifters, and you only need a few of those that believe you can do anything. And uh, sometimes, like you said earlier, you know it's easy to let yourself down, but much more difficult to let somebody else down who believes in you. So super powerful stuff. Good stuff. I love it. Well, what's next for you? What else do you have going on uh, maybe, you know, this year or even in the future that you're working towards with your business? Well, I am in the process. My goals for 2018 is to get my first book uh, published. It is titled You Can Have It All because you can. You can truly have it all. And I don't care. Somebody started the nasty rumor that you can't. And I'm writing a book on that. So that should be done around June 1st. And I am actually going to be offering it free. And the only thing uh, people want a hard copy, they're just going to have to pay shipping and handling. That's all, which is, um, you know, just what I want to do. I don't want to make any money on it. I just want to have people have it out there. And the other thing is I'm doing an offshoot of the level 10 method, doing level 10 method for millennials, level 10 method for high schoolers, level 10 method for college students. Those are the first three that I've started because I know that there are a lot of times where people just don't have that guidance. And sometimes they, they're stuck in a space 
in a very small period of time in their lives. And they make mistakes that are going to carry with them for the rest of their lives. So, you know, when you make mistakes, big mistakes in high school and you make big mistakes in college, you can recover from them. But wouldn't your life be easier if you didn't make those mistakes to set you up for success a little bit later on? So I'm getting that out to give people a little pathway. I know I wish when I was in college, I had some, you know, uh, guidance. I didn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so those are the couple of things that I've got going on right now. Awesome. I like it very much. And for somebody listening who's inspired by you, Katie, and would love to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do so? So my two websites, um, katiemaggio.com, it's K-A-T-I-E-M-A-G-G-I-O.com. And on there is all my podcasts, the uh, Level 10, it will go to the Level 10 Method uh, the website. But if you wanted to just go to Level 10 Method, just go to level10method.com. And that is where you can take the self-diagnostic. And that's how you can get in touch with me. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at the Katie Maggio. And on Facebook, Facebook Level 10 Life. So those are the ways you can find me. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time today and uh, I've enjoyed the expertise that you've added. And uh, thank you for coming on. Oh, my goodness. That was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Jason. All right. We are back. Good stuff, right? Katie, thank you. Appreciate your time on my show and on your show as well. Good stuff. Well, closing thought I want to share with you guys today is today needs to be the day that you start doing things differently. Everybody talks about next month or next week or whatever. And they always talk about all the reasons why the time's not right. I promise you the time's never right. It never changes. So if you have any idea or anything new or a new direction you want to go in your business or your life or your relationships, do it now. Pull over, do it now. Stop working out, do it now. I'm serious, do it today. Nothing's going to change between today and tomorrow. And here's the worst part of it. What if you die tonight? What if you die tonight and tomorrow never comes? You know, I was at church today and they were talking about all the people that had passed away like in the last week. And it was a large number. And it's it happens every day in the world at every second. One of these times it's going to be you and me. Why would you wait? Why would you waste the precious resource of life? The one thing we can't get back is time. Why would you squander that? All that to point back to this. Today's the day. You need to start doing things differently. Take chances you've wanted to take. Make it happen. If you guys want to check out the show notes from this episode, go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 125. You will get the info about Katie there and all of her resources and links. And if you have any desire to connect with me, you can do so on Instagram. I'm at I-N-T-I-N-S podcast, or you can find me on Facebook Messenger. Until next time, guys, appreciate the ear. Take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to Intentionally Inspirational. You can keep up with all of our new episodes on CastBox, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We look forward to having you join us again next week for another great episode.